Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. I have actual people who listen to this very show in this current time frame of 2023 who actually chime in and send me a message asking me questions about the idea that people in San Francisco are regularly taking prep in their everyday regular ritualistic habits. And the fact that like some kid from Omaha, Nebraska is asking about prep and why we're all on it and what it is and all of that. The fact that gays in today's society don't know what that means, I, I just can't. That just blows my fucking mind. As I looked at the expression on his face after he just sat there in that bar on that day and revealed the biggest news up to this point in my life that I had ever received from a friend, I, I, I couldn't believe that his expression just continued to be blank. He continued to laugh and joke, and it sort of seemed like this news that he had just laid on me didn't really seem to affect him. I don't really know if this was like his coping mechanism for the huge news that he had just shared with me in that moment at that bar, and maybe he was just trying to cover up with some jokes and some laughter and some happy moments instead of what he really felt in that moment. But then as I continued to look at him in the face and listen to him, and as the words that were coming out of his mouth just sort of became white noise in the background and I honed in on his face and thought to myself in my mind, wow, this is life changing, life altering news. I can't believe that he's just so cavalier and nonchalant and just so casual about his like reaction to this news that he decided to share with me in that moment. And it's just so crazy that it's not the opposite effect, that he's not devastated, that he's not upset, that he's not feeling a little emotional. I just couldn't really figure any of it out. But you guys, in this moment, and as I was brand new to San Francisco, I realized that my friend sitting across that bar stool from me in that bar in that moment was sharing with me for the first time that he was newly diagnosed as HIV positive. And I still could not believe that his reaction was not what I expected it to be. And little did I know that this would not be the first person that I would meet in my life that would come to me with the news of them becoming positive from HIV. So sit back, relax, 
put on that condom, or pop your prep pill. And let's talk all about this one topic of conversation that this fucking country just really wishes they could sweep under the rug, ignore, and pretend like is not just looming over all of our heads, all over the fucking world. And I want to talk to you about all the positive things that I have come to learn over the course of my San Francisco reign in regards to HIV and AIDS. You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loud-mouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just only we'll talk about that one topic of conversation simply because the rest of the country just wants to just pretend it's not there, sweep it under the rug, and just never talk about it, hoping that everyone else in the world will forget all about it. My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means to live in a society that is really just fully immersed in the HIV and AIDS epidemic, like the community, like HIV and AIDS affects my community so significantly to a place where I have decided just because of the situation I'm in, in regards to living fully immersed in the Castro district of San Francisco, being fully surrounded by my own community and every single member of the LGBTQ plus alphabet all around me, participating in the AIDS life cycle, learning so much about the AIDS epidemic in the 80s and the past and how we can protect ourselves and those around us by educating, by being on prep, by finding out that when you do become positive, that you get on the necessary medications to create the ability to make you undetectable. And just being fully in the know of all things HIV and AIDS. And it just, honestly, you guys, it blows my fucking mind that people in this country just simply do not know about HIV, AIDS, or any of it. And truth be told, I read this statistic that actually said that one in eight individuals in the United States, gay, straight, whatever, are walking around HIV positive and wait for it doesn't even know it. That's right, folks. This is the biggest fucking reason why people are spreading this virus to other people, other individuals without even knowing because they don't check their status. They don't educate themselves. They don't take the necessary precautions to make sure and ensure that we 
stop and slow the spread of this virus. And it's organizations such as the AIDS Life Cycle that just make me so fucking passionate about this one topic of conversation that the rest of the country just doesn't want to have. And so because they don't want to have it, well, that's exactly why I'm talking about it this week. And do you know anybody in your life that is living with HIV? That's the question that was asked this week to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners, in the Your Gay Expose segment. And you guys, listen, the reason for this question is because I want all of you out there to understand that in such cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, etc., we are fully educated in all of this shit. And we have very close people in our lives who are positive and taking the necessary precautions to ensure that they're undetectable. And we'll go into all of that in this week's expose. But first, before we go in to the Strat Clinic down the street to get tested for gonorrhea once again. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, oh God, fuck. What was I even trying to say there? Ugh, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. <laughs> okay, you guys, so listen, the ironic twist to this week's re-expose segment is that I actually got a DM full of dick pics. <laughs> you guys, last week's expose, a DM full of dick pics sparked a little bit of controversy, I think, because there was one specific moment where I talked about the C-shaped dick. Now, okay, listen, I realized, and I stated this in the expose, that I pulled some information from a, an article that was kind of bullshit, absolutely not a fucking credible source, whatever. But whatever article it was that I found, and honestly, like I tried to go back and find it again, it's long gone. I have no fucking clue where I got that shit from. But it did very confidently state that guys who have the C-shaped dick, it only can curve to the right and not the left. I actually said in the expose that I didn't fully believe this and I didn't think it was true. But this is what this article was like saying. So, of course, a few of you actually sent me a DM full of dick pics. <laughs> Two specific individuals actually sent dick pics. And by the way, thank you so much. <laughs> and just for the rest of you out there, wh where were yours? I'm still waiting. <laughs> but I definitely, it is confirmed, C-shaped dicks can in fact curve to the left. I actually studied the photos and like, even if the photo was taken in the opposite direction, you still kind of put your mind in whatever angle it was and, you know, carry the one and all of that bullshit. And yes, we have a couple of curved dicks to 
the left. So we just completely dispelled that myth. But I, literally, you guys, this is what the article said. I really don't know why or what like evidence they had to ensure that that was a thing. But I definitely physically saw a couple of dicks that were C-shaped and were curved to the left. <laughs> and you guys, listen, June is vastly approaching. So what that means is that you need to go to Bossy Power Bottom Wear and pick through the catalog and select your next piece for your gay or upcoming Pride event. June's almost here. It's almost Pride Month. We're in danger of selling out. And I don't want for one moment you to put it off at the last minute and find that that one piece that you've been eyeing since the debut of Bossy Power Bottom Wear is in fact sold out. So go to RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com and select your piece now. And one last thing. Please, you guys, please, please, please donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. Links in all of my social media bios. Links in all of my websites. Links anywhere remotely related to Ronnie Washburn. If you pretty much just Google the phrase Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey, where now I'm the captain of my team. And it's going to look really bad if a couple of my team members out perform me in regards to raising money, don't you think? Well, there's a couple that already are. So you guys, come on. I need help. Please, please, please donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. So before we get my gay expose that just so happens to have a you better make sure you go and check your fucking status every fucking three months. Themed undertone first. Let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. Do you have anybody in your life who is living with HIV? And briefly explain. And you guys, the aim for this is to just... Sort of show the rest of the world how many people in my life, like that I'm surrounded with in the city of San Francisco, actually know other people who have HIV. So let's get some of those responses now. David says, believe it or not, I have more friends who are undetectable and on medication versus those that are negative and on PrEP. Michael says, as an older gay, sometimes I forget about the 80s and the horror that we all experienced when this epidemic first began and all the death all around us. And I'm so thankful that we've advanced (laughs) so much more medically to a place where it's no longer a death threat for any of us. Sergio says, even though I know that they are healthy and will live a long life, I have many friends who live with HIV. With PrEP, it's really opened the doors to the ability to still have sex with HIV partners. I'm more worried about the untreatable SDIs versus HIV. It's 
my paranoia of the others that has reduced my easy inner slut. Chris says, that's a very good question. I only know one guy, a very nice guy, back in D.C. He's also a porn star, very articulate. Would you be interested in interviewing him? <laughs> uh, yeah, let me think about that. Yes! <laughs> ben says, yes, I am HIV positive and undetectable, and I would love for you to talk more about this topic on your show. <laughs> well, Ben, that is exactly what will be moving forward as I am just fully immersing my shit into the HIV AIDS advocacy realm, like full force completely and entirely. And you'll get a little bit more as to why I'm going that route in this week's expose. Jeff says, yes, I have three friends specifically who I know are openly HIV positive and undetectable. Kevin says, if you live in San Francisco, most likely most of your group of friends are HIV positive and undetectable. That's just statistical fact. Aaron says, I am personally HIV positive and also undetectable. And I applaud your efforts to talk about this very controversial topic. John says, yes, many. My dear friend, and then he actually says this person's first and last name, which I'm actually not going to say on the show out of respect for this individual for very obvious reasons. But Sean continues, who I have known for 30 plus years and has been living and thriving with HIV for at least that long. But again, many folks, honestly, I don't even think about them as, quote, living with HIV, unquote, until a question like this pops my way. I'm literally going through my mental folodex in my mind of all the friends that I have and thinking, do they have HIV? Do they not? Do they have HIV? Do they not? That's how many I know. And to be quite frank, I've had sex with a lot of my social circle and I'm HIV negative. And with PrEP and undetectability in the mix, I literally don't give it a second thought. And Sean, this is the correct mindset that the rest of the whole fucking country needs to understand. And really just the entire point of this week's expose. This person who chooses to remain anonymous says as follows. I was diagnosed as HIV positive about six years ago. It was a total shock to me as I was very obsessively careful in my sexual practices. But when drugs and alcohol come into the picture, sometimes things don't always go the way we want them to. But my encouragement to everybody is just to be fully educated on all things to prevent or to avoid or to accept what this HIV slash AIDS epidemic is all about. That is very good advice. And thank you so much for chiming in with your testimonial. Thomas says, 
I have a very dear friend who was diagnosed as HIV positive in 2015, and it's been such a joy to hear how he was so devastated way back then and just see him grow and flourish and just know that he's healthy, he's going to live a long life, and he just doesn't care about any of it any longer. Justin says, yes, going back at least 20 years, I have had several friends in my life who are HIV positive and now undetectable. Jeremy says, I think it's pretty normal to have gay friends who are positive and undetectable. And I know at least four off the top of my head and maybe even more that are as such. Kyle says, I do. He's a good friend, not a sexual partner, but an older gay. We don't visit as often as we should, and it doesn't really come up all that often, but he did ask me what the PrEP drug was now and mentioned that he had experienced significant bone density loss while he was on Truvada. He is, of course, medicated and now undetectable. Daryl says, I have a number of different people in my life with HIV. Back in the 90s, it was scary and I lost several friends. But in recent years, I still have several people with HIV, but with the current medications, they are all at less of a risk of having medical issues and are able to live the same lives as everybody else. Some have fears of interaction with HIV-negative people due to the negative experiences and lack of accurate public knowledge. But I'm just the friend and am there for them when they need a friend. Oh, you guys, this is the answer I have been waiting for. You guys, this is a very fucking real thing. The stigma just needs to be completely reshaped and reinterpreted for the entire world. I need everyone to fucking know that you don't treat people differently because they're positive and undetectable. They literally are. Just as Daryl said, like everybody else. I just want to take this moment to really just thank each and every one of you who chimed in this week with your expose answer. I no, it's a lot to talk about this topic of conversation for some people. And I really do, especially the ones who came forward with their personal diagnosis. I want to commend you for being that voice that will stand up and talk about this shit to the entire world. And hopefully we can get to a space where we can have more open conversations about AIDS and HIV. And you guys, listen, there's something I'm going to reveal in this week's expose that is something kind of along the lines of what we just heard in the Orgay Expose segment. So I'll get into some of that new shit this week, and you'll get all the information that you need to know in regards to an exciting new project. And if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And if you want a more consistent, well-rounded way to find the question of the week each and every week, go to mygayexposepodcast.com and click the listen page and you'll see it showcased and displayed. And there's a little area you can click and fill out your answer. All of it, it's always there anytime you need it, just in case you miss the Instagram story. 
So just continue to do that. And just remember, obviously this week that doesn't apply, but the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now let's just get my gay expose and we'll find out all the positive things that I can pull out of that topic of conversation known as HIV. guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. As I've stated so many times on this show, my parents were very strict, Republican, God-fearing, and Christian, overbearing, and pushy, conservative parents. And the way that we were raised was basically, like I've stated in the past on this show, we were ritualistically and religiously forced into our church pants each and every We can force to sit on that church pew and just have our minds completely like brainwashed into thinking that this fucking religion that my parents still to this very day cling on for dear life was just everything that we were supposed to believe blindly. And, you know, listen, I'm not here to shame people for believing in a religion. That's not what the purpose of this expose is all about. But you guys... There was so much ignorance when I first came out of the closet on behalf of my parents to a place where they just, they wanted it their way. And the fact that something happened and like shifted and changed that like perfect little picturesque Christian family that they wanted so badly, it sort of created this moment where because of that dynamic that I was raised in when I did come out of the closet as gay and I was trying my very best in my late 20s to sort of figure out what it actually meant to be gay. The AIDS and HIV epidemic was something that was just completely and entirely swept underneath the rug. You guys, I was born in 1980, right at the very beginning of when all of this shit went down. And my parents did their very best to just make sure that my brothers and I, we knew absolutely nothing about it. And obviously, because I was raised in a situation where all of that information was like very like strategically kept from me for an obvious reason, because my parents didn't want to have any notion of me understanding any remnants of homosexuality at all whatsoever. So 
you know, it was just like ignorance is bliss, right? But you guys, I feel so fervently that this is the absolute wrong way to maneuver through this as a parent. Like my parents did it all wrong. It's so important to teach your kids today. I don't give a fuck if you're gay, if you're straight, if you're any letter of the LGBTQ plus alphabet, whatever you are, teach your fucking kids about sexual health, HIV, AIDS, how you can get it, how you can contract it. Because I'm here to tell you, it's not just the gays that are getting the virus. There is an overwhelming, huge amount of people in this country that are getting HIV and they consider themselves to be straight individuals. And women are even getting it from men. So it's like I stated before earlier in the expose, there is legitimately one in eight individuals walking around in this country that is HIV positive and doesn't even fucking know it. It's so important, you guys, to no matter what your sexual practices are, to go get tested at every three months if you're sexually active and just make sure that you are fully in the know of your status. It's so important. It's so fucking important. How many times have we heard the story about a guy who has sex with a guy and he didn't know the other guy had HIV? Shit, the guy who gave him HIV probably didn't even know that he had the HIV, but he gave the other guy HIV and neither one of them knew it. This could all be avoided if people just checked in with themselves and like went in and got their fucking shit checked every so often. And, you know, now we have all of these fucking resources at our disposal. We have prep. We have medications to take when you do get diagnosed as HIV positive that create a moment where you become undetectable. And you can actually have unprotected sex when you're HIV positive and undetectable and not transmit the virus. You guys, I swear to God, the bigger the show gets, the more I realize that nobody out in this country understands this like I think that they all do. I like I live in my cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble and I just assume that if you're gay and you live in this country, you know just like I do all the ins and outs of sexual health and STDs and AIDS and HIV and PrEP and condoms and all of it. Like I, nobody fucking has a clue. And it just boggles my mind to understand that there is a significant portion of this country that because politically they don't want to acknowledge it because it's a, quote, gay situation, unquote. They just pretend like it's not there, sweep it under the rug, and nobody is educating their kids on how they can protect themselves against this virus. It's just complete bullshit. But I'm here to tell you when I moved to San Francisco, I had a major wake-up call. I suddenly found that there was so much more information than I even knew. I didn't even know about PrEP when I moved to SF, before I moved here. I didn't know about uh, HIV undetectability. I had no fucking clue. I didn't know that if an HIV-positive and undetectable guy has sex with me unprotected, that he cannot transmit the virus to me. I didn't know that. I had no clue because my parents did their very best to make sure that we weren't expose to that type of information. And you guys, listen, the only way that we're going to get away from the overwhelmingly huge numbers of people that are like 
being reported of contracting HIV is if we fucking educate our community. We just have to fucking do it. And I just literally have this huge fire up my ass to really just make sure that everybody out there fucking knows that this is that one topic of conversation that this country just doesn't want to talk about. And because that's the topic of conversation they don't want to talk about, that's exactly why I will talk about this shit till I'm blue in the face until the day that I fucking die. But you guys, I, I swear to God, you know, I feel so lucky to live in San Francisco in a city where we have the necessary resources to walk into a clinic and get tested for HIV and STDs for free, free of charge. Our city is so amazing that it, you know, organizations such as the AIDS Life Cycle, like I've talked about so many fucking times on the show, they raise so much money so that when you do have that like moment where you feel like, oh shit, I drank too much. I went home with a guy. I had sex. I don't remember if I had a condom on or he did or I I don't know what happened. It's all blurry. I know that I should probably go get checked out. We've all had those scary moments where we've had to go and get checked. And I do fervently believe that it's just so fucking important for people to be able to walk in to that clinic, be welcomed with open arms, with a big smile on person behind the counter's face from ear to ear as they do display here in the Castro at the Strut like Clinic, which is basically funded by the San Francisco AIDS Foundation, which also endorses the AIDS Life Cycle, partnered with the Los Angeles LGBT Center. And it's just such like a breath of fresh air to know that if I wanted to, I could walk in and get tested for free and not feel uncomfortable about it and not feel weird about it. And not worry that somebody's going to be judging me when I walk out of those doors of that strut clinic. I know that everything's going to be okay, regardless of the outcome, whether I'm HIV positive or I'm HIV negative. And shit, even the notion of getting prep prescriptions from strut. Like, you guys, I just, I believe in this fucking organization so much. And As this podcast continues to grow and this platform that I've created continues to grow, I've realized that this is something that I just like honestly want to like, I'm so passionate about this topic. I want to talk about it all day long and I want everyone to fucking know all the things that you should already know, but clearly don't as I continue to get messages from people all over the country and all over the world who are asking about this undetectability, who are asking about PrEP prescriptions. It just, I just, it blows my mind. It just blows my mind. My most recent ex, Robert, he actually told me when we were dating and we were kind of getting to know each other at the very beginning part of our relationship, that when he first moved to San Francisco, he started seeing a guy who basically was just super upfront with him and said, hey, just to let you know, I... Am HIV positive and undetectable. So I just want to throw that your way that, you know, there is the possibility that if we continue with this relationship, that's something you should consider. And I am undetectable, but also it might be a good idea for you to, you know, explore the idea of getting on PrEP. Now, my ex went to get his PrEP prescription simply because he wanted to date this guy and pursue this guy. 
Before this moment, before he told me this story, this was the first time that this specific scenario had ever played out in my head. Because, you know, before, I always kind of thought about, like, people who took prep, you know, the just-in-case type moments. You know, when you're a complete, total, fucking raging slut like I am, and you end up going out with Kahoy for a messy night of drinking at the gay bars on a regular basis and end up doing gay walk of shame's home that you don't always fully remember 100% because you've had a very messy night of drinking out with Kahoy at the gay bars, you find yourself in these crazy situations where taking prep will protect you. And that's sort of the mindset that I had in regards to prep. But this was the first time somebody had brought it to my attention where it was it, it was like he wanted to see this guy that he consciously knew was HIV positive and he wanted to take prep so that he could have sex and, you know, continue on in their relationship together. And I was just like, wow, this is just such an open-minded concept. And the more immersed I got into San Francisco, like, social life, and the more friends I made, and the more people I started surrounding myself with, the more I realized that we're all in that same mindset. We all think in that same way. We're okay dating people who are of the opposite status of us. It's something that's a workable thing. It's a doable thing. And people do it all the time. You know, on that note, there's this very common saying that people talk about in regards to this specific topic called the you equals you. And I'm sure you've all heard it at least once, if not more in your life, but it's the entire notion of undetectable equals untransmittable. And so what that means for those of you who might not be in the know is if you are HIV positive, you are put on medications that create a moment where the virus becomes undetectable in your system. And that means that you can then, once undetectable, have sex with others and not transmit the virus. And by the way, unprotected nonetheless. So if you can imagine, you guys, in San Francisco, all of us, we're all on PrEP or we're all on our HIV medications and we're all just fucking each other. So, you know, that being said, because I am on this new angle where I want to create this moment of awareness and just bring all of this information to light in only the most Ronnie Washburn of ways, of course, I created a shirt in my merch line if you're not in the loop on that as well, which I've talked about it so many times on this show, that simply says, in the most, of course, inappropriate of ways, because that's my brand, <laughs> undetectable equals untransmittable, so let's fuck. And you guys, 100% of the proceeds on that shirt purchased go directly to my AIDS life cycle journey. 100% of the proceeds go to my AIDS life cycle journey. I don't want one fucking dime of profit off that t-shirt. I want so bad, so passionately to just show my support in this cause by donating 100% of those profits to the AIDS life cycle. And so far, you guys, it's going really fucking well. And I will say this, it is a very, of course, direct and like inappropriate like statement to say, but it really just, it really, it just makes you start to think it gets your mind rolling. Undetectable equals untransmittable. So let's fuck. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? When you read that sentence, what does that mean 
to you. That's the conversation that I want to spark in our community. And it's just so fucking important. And on that note, since we're talking about this topic of conversation, what else is very important is you donating to my AIDS life cycle journey. <laughs> you guys, June is vastly approaching and it's really time for me to hunker down and get super serious about like my fundraising abilities. And I really need your help. I really just need for all of you to donate. Literally, you guys, no joke. No amount is too big and no amount is too small. But if you pretty much just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey where all of these funds go directly to organizations such as the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and the Los Angeles LGBT Center to provide that moment where you walk in unsure of your status and you know that you need to get an HIV test and you're a little weary and a little nervous and a little scared. If that's what all this money is for. All of this money that I'm raising goes directly to this situation where you walk in to a clinic unsure of your status and that $100 that is the actual cost for that test to see if you have HIV or STDs, etc., is completely covered free of charge because of organizations such as, as the Los Angeles LGBT Center and San Francisco AIDS Foundation that put on this event each and every year called the AIDS Life Cycle to raise the money for this very fucking crucial and important cause. You guys, the government is trying so fucking hard to take away all of this shit from us. I mean, look at all the bullshit that's been in the news about certain states trying to take away like free prep prescriptions for people just because, you know, employees of what whatever the fuck insurance companies are stupid, ignorant assholes. And because they believe in God, they think that they shouldn't have to be forced to work for an organization that provides and endorses gay sex. Bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit. And I just, oh, I get so fucking riled up when I talk about this shit. It's not even funny. But you guys, listen, I am captain of my team for the AIDS life cycle this year. So my role is just that much more important. And I just feel such a burning desire to just create this, my to be my mission in life, to be the biggest fucking raging HIV and AIDS advocate of all time and run my mouth in ways that will just let everybody know. I want to shout it to the rooftop so that everybody fully understands what it means to get on PrEP, what it means to actually be HIV positive and undetectable, and what it means to actually have sex with an individual who is positive and undetectable and to just completely eliminate the stigma in people's minds of how they think of others who are living with HIV. It's just something that I feel is so important in today's society. So listen, you guys, last year when I was on the AIDS life cycle, I learned so fucking much about the history of the HIV and AIDS epidemic and living the life that it was back then. I can't even wrap my mind around that and or even imagine what it must have been like to live in what some people describe as literally all of your friends just dying off one by one by one by one. Like, I can't even imagine what that must be like. And you guys, listen, my age range, I'm in the Generation X bracket. And it's like, I was after all of that. And I'm very lucky to be in a space 
where we have all the precautionary measures that can be taken to avoid all of that horrific nightmare that was the 80s and the 90s in the AIDS crisis. And we should all feel very fucking lucky that we have the necessary resources provided for us in some situations for free. You guys, the AIDS life cycle is that organization that will help people like prevent the spread of HIV by educating people, by providing them with the necessary resources that they need. We can stop the spread of HIV. And I believe that it can happen. It might take a while, but we have to start now. And my way of starting now is by talking about this shit so much that I'm blue in the face. And so that all of you out there in the world know exactly what all of this is all about. Because I don't want any of you for one moment to go most of your life up until your late 20s, like I did, knowing not one thing about HIV and AIDS. It's just so fucking important. And I will say this, there was one night, like we went and I think it was Venice Beach, we did a, like a candlelight vigil. And it was a silent vigil on the beach. And it was dark and we all had candles and we just got in a big circle. It was led by the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And you guys, I can't even put into words how life-changing that moment was in my life. It brings fucking tears to my eyes to rethink that experience and just all the lives that we've lost in the past and all the people who have just stood up for this cause when it was so much more unpopular back in the day. That is who I strive to be. That unpopular topic of conversation, I want to vomit that shit to the world. Until all of this shit comes to an end, that is my mission in life, to make sure that this is the Ronnie Washburn that you will fully understand. I decided that I needed to take this a little bit further, and I am creating a new project that is still kind of currently in the developmental process, but I'm very fucking excited about it. And it's called, the very title of this week's expose, The Positive in HIV. And what this is going to be is I really just want to like get in touch with individuals who are living with HIV. And I really just want them to share their stories and like all of the things that they've been through on their HIV journey. And I even want to talk to people who are openly in relationships with people who might be positive and they're negative. And I want them to, to like talk about what they do in their practices. I just really, really want so bad to create this little platform of the positive in HIV and just run with it. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm really hoping that this year when I go on the AIDS life cycle, that I get some willing participants to actually like contribute to this project. And I'm so excited. And just stay tuned for more information on that. There's actually already an Instagram page live for this project specifically. And it's at the positive in HIV. So look it up the next time you go on Instagram and just follow the positive in HIV and just follow me along on my journey and my quest to educate the world on the positive in HIV. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? 
gays and straights, tops or bossy power, bottoms, gender fluid or non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender, and questioning? Well, I like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. All right, okay, so listen, at any rate, if you didn't already know, well, now you do. And if you guys, listen, any questions at all, at all whatsoever, feel free to call the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline and just ask away. I am so fucking happy to help. Leave me a message. I'll reach out on the show answering any questions you might have. Email me at mygayexpose at gmail.com. Like slide into my DM on any of my socials. You guys, this shit is so important. And I want everybody to be fully in the know of what it means to be gay, have sex, have a good time, but do it in the safest and like most educated way possible. And with that, I just really want to li- listen along with, from you, the listeners. Like, what the fuck do you think? Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline and tell me all about it. What's it like in your specific area, wherever you live? Like, what's the education level of the gay community in your area? Like, do you know about it? Do people talk about it? What's the situation? Because I know that because I live in San Francisco, it is very normal to have these types of conversations. But I get that in other parts of the world, that might not always be the case. 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me all about it. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, mygayexposepodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show, including the official show question of the week for the Your Gay Expose segment. And, oh, excuse me, I'm choking a little bit. <laughs> oh, God. Don't you love the mess that is this show? <laughs> Jesus. Don't forget to check out Bossy Power Bottom Wear at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. And pick your latest piece for your upcoming gay or pride event. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn and I will be available to answer any questions and I'll accept any of your donations to my AIDS life cycle journey with you next time.
expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.